0: You can also follow Linnell on Twitter and Instagram at the handle Linnell Harris. In this recording, Linnell begins his series on inputs and outputs. In this first part, Linnell asks his radio audience if you can download success. Do inputs turn into outputs? Let's join the conversation.
1: So, what if I told you that you could program your mind to be successful? To be successful, and to get success. What if you could download an app into your brain, just like you download new apps onto your phone, and the consequence of that download would cause you to begin taking actions towards your eventual success. Would you download it? Would you download that app into your brain? Would you take the time to listen to the sales pitch, you know, if, if this was actually something that could happen, would you say, hmm, okay, let me, let me see what they're talking about? You know, last night I woke up on the couch and uh, there were infomercials. And it's always something that you want to buy, <laughs> you know, something that you're like, huh, that, that looks like it might work. So what if you could buy a product where you could download success? Would you want to download it? Do you want to download success? Well, if the answer is yes, this show is definitely for you tonight. And I know that right now I have some skeptics, right? Because whenever you're talking about something you're going to provide someone, there's always a skeptic listening saying, ah, I'm not sure about that. And so the skeptic is probably looking at their radio right now asking themselves, what is this brother talking about? Well, I'm going to say, hey, stop looking at your radio and just keep listening. (laughs) All right? Because I've got something for you, too, the skeptic. And, uh, you know, in the past, in the past, when I've had shows on the subject of higher thinking, I know that there are those of you who say, you know, Linnell is just not that simple. You know, if if you could just think differently, then, you know, a lot of people would have already changed or done something, uh, I guess, more productive with themselves. And so my question tonight to that skeptic or to that individual is, you know, have you tried it yet? Have you tried it? Now, we've all heard the term, don't knock it till you try it. And I know I've uh, gotten callers in the past who said it's not that simple, but I just want to agree that we can't knock something until we've personally tried it. And uh, I know the subject we're going to talk about tonight is something that I've personally tried. And that I know has worked for me in my life. Because, you know, if your thinking is new and your state of being becomes new, then that can create circumstances and situations in your life that are brand new, too. So tonight I want to explore this possibility a bit with you guys. And the topic and questions tonight are, can we download success? You know, can we download success? And then check out this question. Do your inputs predict your outputs, thus predicting the probability of your success? Hmm. Or another way to put it, do our inputs predict our outputs, thus predicting the probability of our success? Well, I got a call already. I think we got Maria. So let's go ahead and connect Maria and uh, see what her question is.
2: Hello, Mr. Harris. I didn't really have a question, but you said something that made my humor just um, when you said that you want to help us with shift our lives. What was that word you said? How did you phrase that? It was so funny.
1: Oh, shift. Shift, yeah, shift your life. Yep.
2: You know, uh, uh, put more shifts right, in my life that's what yeah, do, you wanna, I do you want to want to create shift shift in my life right now life. <laughs> i'm about to shift okay but the, yeah. to answer your question specifically I think what you're saying if I got the um just of what the conversation is tonight is that input and output I think it's just a basic simple bi- biblical phrase you reap what you sow so i do agree mm. that what you put into something you're going to get out if you put the right things in it you'll get the right things out but then there are other variables too you could plant a good seed but if you don't water it and the sun doesn't shine and other variables then it still won't grow even if it's a good seed so i think if i have the just what you're talking about is based on that premise you reap what you sow
1: you're exactly right so uh thanks so much for sharing that this evening
2: okay thank Um, you for having me yeah appreciate that all right take care
1: okay all right you too all right nice You reap what you sow. Hmm. All right. Well, inputs, outputs. I think that pretty much lines up with what I'm sharing this evening. So she shared, uh, you reap what you sow or what other people call karma. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Ah, Great start to the show. Again, the questions. Can we download success and do your inputs predict your outputs? That's predicting the probability of your success. Now, for those of you who, you know, don't follow the blog, go ahead and check it out, www.inspirationalperspective.com. Everything I'm talking about this evening, you can find somewhere on the blog if you're interested to keep the conversation going or to even continue learning after the show. So be sure to do that and be sure to subscribe. All right, so, you know, I'm going to get right into it. There is one action or state of doing all right not being state of doing that we take on more than we take on any other action and that is the act of seeing or the doing of vision i mean there's nothing that we do more i mean think about this right from the moment you wake up your eyes are working and it's working whether you move once those eyelids open whether you move the rest of your body your eyes are working sometimes even working when you sleep with the blinks and and, uh, things that uh, happen in dreaming. But seeing is probably the one thing that we do the most. Now, if you know anything about the human anatomy, you already know that the eye gets a lot of credit that it doesn't deserve. And I I talked about this some time ago, but I think for the topic tonight, this really uh, makes sense to bring up and review. Now, We typically say that we see through our eyes, when in essence, we really see through our brains, right? The eye is just the lens. The brain is what interprets all the different signals that the eye is sending. So the eye only serves as a tool to provide the reflective signals of the colors and shapes that the brain then interprets and assigns a rational meaning, all right? So... Uh, when you see blue, then, you know, it's interpreted as blue. So simply put, it is the brain that sees, okay? And this is going to be important, because you know, to build uh, on the case here. Now, the eyes then serve as a mirror, right? We can say the eyes serve as a mirror. Now, I do believe that we can all agree that the brain and the mind are synonymous, right? And I, I want to say that because... As I talk about the brain, every now and then, you know I may I may refer to it as mind, okay. And so let's consider that this is synonymous. So since this is true, would it be correct to imply that instead of our eyes, it is our mind that does the work of seeing? Okay. Now stick with me here because I'm I'm uh, I'm getting to a point, point. and it is the same mind that does all the seeing that also does all the thinking, right? So you're seeing and you're thinking all within the same mind. Now, you know, for for uh, you know any brain experts uh, out there, there's different parts of the brain that we're using, but typically it's all taking place within the brain. All right, so I would have to deduct this then, okay? A great deal of what we think about probably has to do with what We see, or what our mind sees. And so, a great deal of what we feel has to do with what we think. All right. And I'm weaving this, so stick with me. A great deal of what we do then has to do with what we feel. I'm going to go back. A great deal of what we think has to do with what we see. A great deal of what we feel has to do with what we think. And a great deal of what we do has to do with what we feel. Can you see the correlation? All right. And what we do has everything to do with who we are, and that is our reality, right? So the situation you're in right now, the state that you're currently in, the person that you are, has all been a product of those things. Okay. Well, I'm going to take this one step further and say the eyes are the door to the mind. And I shared that before, that the eyes are the door to the mind. And... If you want to gain or maintain control of your mind, then you must be careful what you let walk in and out of its front door. And the front door would be your eyes. So tonight, part of our discussion will be about inputs. So I would be remiss if I didn't cover the power of what we see first in regards to having the conversation around inputs. Okay, so now, if you're just joining the conversation, what I'm covering this evening is, can we download success? Do your inputs predict your outputs, thus predicting the probability of our success, all right? And so, and we just covered eyes, okay? So we just covered the eyes in regards to inputs. And we covered the eyes and what it could possibly create In outputs, so what you put into your mind through your eyes, the output of that is typically your thoughts and your feelings, which has a lot to do with what you end up doing. Okay, a lot of do's in there, but hopefully, you guys are following me. All right, so next, what is another input? All right, so we talked about the eyes, another input. maybe is words, okay? Because, you know, now we're looking at the ears. So you have the eyes, now I'm I'm focused on the ears. So what about words? Do they matter? Can words dictate the probability of our success? How might they impact our thoughts? Do words have the power to influence our state of being? Can words hurt? I would say that words can hurt. And I know that You know, a a lot of us grew up saying sticks and stones may break my bones, but words may never hurt me. And if you remember on a show some time ago, I covered quite a bit about bad names and, you know, some of the things that we do to ourselves. But I want to revisit just a piece of that. In the book, The Four Agreements, Don Miguel Ruiz proclaims that the first of the four agreements is the most important, which is be impeccable with your word. Now, like you guys know, I'm a coach. And in ontological coaching, one of the things that we talk about is that as human beings, we can have leaks. And most of these leaks are caused by integrity breaches, okay? And so being out of integrity, not just with someone else, but also with yourself, can cause, you know, what is referred to as a leak, all right, so be impeccable with your word. Don Miguel Ruiz understood this and said, hey, this is the most important. And to keep this agreement, one must do the following. They must speak with integrity. And this is what he said, all right? Um, and this is why I think it runs closely with the work that I do in coaching. One must speak with integrity, say only what you mean, and avoid using words to speak against yourself or gossip about others. Okay? Okay. So avoid using the word to speak about yourself or gossip about others. Use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. Now, key phrase that I just shared, avoid using words to speak against yourself. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't gossip, okay? (laughs) But tonight, I'm focusing on us, okay? And so I really wanna bring some focus to yourself. Now, to complete this argument, I must ask you to induce your deductive reasoning skills. All right, so stick with me. I'm making you guys listen closely tonight. If self-affirmation can create a positive reality for you, all right, self-affirmation, and and, and I think we know about this. Those of you who've been listening for the last year know that self-affirmation is the, the act of speaking life or speaking positively into your life, speaking positively about actions that you plan to take, etc. So if self-affirmation can create a positive reality for you, then surely self-defamation can create a negative reality for you. Uh, you know, because in, in the end, two plus two equals four, right? And I think often we like to devalue the things that we do that we're, you know, that we know aren't necessarily good for us because we do it out of habit. And so we'll say, oh, it doesn't mean that much. So if I'm having a conversation, I say something, they're like, oh, no, you're wrong. Like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm stupid. Well, we say, oh, well, that doesn't matter. But is it possible that it matters more than we know? And even now in this moment, having said that, I'm urged to say, I'm brilliant, to almost neutralize it, okay? Because words matter that much. And so if self-affirmation can create the positive reality, can self-defamation create a negative reality? And, uh, you know, mathematics works, 2 plus 2 equals 4, and, you know, that's a proven mathematical equation. So can we say self-affirmation and self-defamation also have consequential outcomes? I'm asking. Although the outcomes don't feel as tangible as 2 plus 2 equals 4, they can produce... A result that is just that real in some place in our life, and so it's something that we do, we should pay attention to. If these three arguments still haven't swayed you, then here's my final attempt. Okay, when it comes to words, imagine in your mind someone who you love very much. All right, so imagine, you know, maybe it's your spouse, your girlfriend, or your mom, or for the ladies out there, a boy, a boyfriend, or you know, but Whoever this person is, a husband, you know, think about their face right now and ask yourself these questions. And I've covered this before, but would you talk to them the same way you talk to yourself? And if the answer is no, then you have some work to do. And again, I'll say it. I I said it before in a previous show, but, you know, we have to stop calling ourselves bad names, whether it's verbally or in our heads because this impacts your thoughts, and your thoughts create your world, all right? I'm gonna go further into this as the show progresses, so you can just stick with me. Now, so far, I've shared my thoughts on the power of two inputs. I've shared my thoughts on the power of the input for the eyes, and I've shared my thoughts around the power of the inputs of words, and the words we insert into our minds And the influence that these words can have on our eventual success, okay? So again, inputs, outputs. You know, do your inputs predict your outputs, thus predicting the probability of your success? And so it's funny, right? Because I know somebody's saying, wow, okay, I agree with you, Linnell. I need to stop calling myself bad names. Or I need to start speaking more positively. But it's such a bad habit. How do I change it? Well, my answer to you would be influence, influence, influence. What are your influences? What are you listening to? Again, those are words. The same way your words enter your mind, so do the words of other people. So do the words of the things that you listen to. So do the words of the songs that you choose to listen to. And again, your eyes. And so in order to begin to break these bad habits, then you have to use the inputs to get a different output. And that's one of the reasons we can't break bad habits, is because our inputs don't necessarily match those of our outputs. Now, let me know what you think. Well, I have a few callers. I think uh, we have Telly. Telly's on the line. So, Telly, uh, how are you doing this evening?
3: Yes, my brother. All praise and regard. to God. appreciate community. I in somewhat agree with your theory, but at the same time, it's kind of loose. So okay. Here, two plus two is is four, and also mm-hmm. two times two is four. And if that's the case, then why can't three plus three be six and three times three be six? See, what you're saying, you're saying that what put our people in this position don't have to. It didn't exist. Is an imagination, the figment of your imagination. It's not a figment of my imagination that my people came from slavery up to what it's at now. Okay? And by the power of God Himself, is why we are in the position we're in today. It could have been much worse. Sir, okay? You know, everything has a beginning. Okay? Mm-hmm. Everything but God Himself. Everything has a beginning. You can download yourself. You can put. Yes, you can use your word download. Okay, let's use that. It had to start from the beginning. Okay? Whatever we do now is for the future aspirations of our children. I agree with your theory. But like I said, it's kind of loose.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, I appreciate the call, man. I appreciate the call. And I'll, I'll tell you why I do not think it's loose. Because you're right. I mean, as African-Americans, we do have a history of of some dire circumstance, but I think as we look through our history, there are individuals that regardless of their present circumstance, they were able to shift their lives, you know, and I used that term earlier, Maria called in and, and, and talked about it, but they were able to shift their lives. And what I'm focusing on this evening is not necessarily the circumstance. I'm not focusing on the situation. What I'm focusing in on is what we can change about it. And that change is we can change ourselves. And how do you change yourself? Well, you have to start in your mind. You have to start in your mind. Exactly. And I, I believe part of the reason, I believe part of the reason why it has been difficult for us to really gain any traction as a, for the majority of us, right? Because there are those uh, of us who have gained some traction. And uh, some individual notoriety and success. But for all of us to gain some traction uh, has been because we have not mastered the ability to really control our minds. And so when I say two plus two equals four, all I'm saying is in reference to do your inputs predict your outputs?
0: Uh, and I, have I to tell you agree?
1: that on a personal note, I realize that in my life they do. I'll tell you. I mean, if it's interesting, but I, I'm sure you've been in a situation where somebody's hummed a song, all right? And maybe you were in the store in the line, the guy behind you is humming a song that you know, and then when you go get in the car, you're driving off, you start humming the same song. How does that happen? How does that happen if what I'm saying is not true? You get where I'm going? That was I see it- where
3: you're going. What the whole glitch of the thing is this. Everything has a beginning. Everything has a beginning. Now, traction, we have, I agree to degree where we have been systematically, like I can say, footlocked, okay? But we can overcome all of these things if we do it in a viable way. And that viable way is no matter what nobody say about you, go or you know you need to go. Put mm-hmm. yourself above all the rest of the faith and and believe me, it'll make a difference. But now I agree with you where you you couldn't continue to hop on the same thing. I agree with that too. Don't okay. hop on the same thing. Keep your movement moving. Keep it going. Whatever it is, no matter because your enemy okay, first of all, let's let's make it clear. Your enemy don't suppose to to assist you in overcoming your situation. Let's take that for example. You have to do
1: it yourself. And that's that's really what I'm trying to teach this evening, Telly. So thanks so much for the phone call, man. I'm going to move to the next caller. Thanks so much. All right, I think we have uh, Tommy. Tommy, how you doing, brother?
4: Hey, uh, hey Doc. I thought that uh, three times three is nine. I mean... Maybe I'm
1: wrong yeah. or I don't yeah, know. But he, was, he was trying to make a point that, you know, you you can't, I couldn't necessarily use the mathematics of two plus two because two plus two and two times two both equal four. And he went to three on me. You know, every now and then, I, you know, I, I see where he was trying to go. And that's one of the reasons why I share with him that the whole analogy of someone humming, you know, because inputs produce outputs. And so you're right. Three times three is nine, though. It is nine.
4: Yeah, and that's my point, and my point also says is that, you know, your model for success is based upon some individuals who did not have cell phones, computers, Instagram, Skype, Tweet, or Twitter, or Twitter and yet they had more then than what we have now. And what was their model of success? Their model of success is don't give in, don't quit, and most importantly, recognize and understand mm-hmm. that I am somebody. And so the whole paradigm of of your input and output is based upon what you model your mentality after. I mean, there are so many instances of individuals coming from absolutely nothing and gaining renowned status based upon— and I'm not talking about basketball and baseball and football and singing. I'm talking about scholars— and so I just believe, you know, one of these days we're going to understand, leave God out of it, man. God ain't got nothing to do with this nonsense. He says you'll know the truth, and the truth shall set you free, and what's hidden will be revealed. And then he said, my people are slain from the lack of knowledge. So anytime yep. you can see everything that's going on in our community, and yet we won't coalesce ourselves, won't we, uh, we won't recognize and understand a structure within a structure it's our only means of survival, then you get what you get. And I'm sorry, I just try to listen, man, but I, I just don't, you know, You know, certain things. is just, you know, I'm going to close with this. If there's anything that I can tell an individual, you know, your success stories are based upon their ancestors whose voices are still crying out, and they're crying out asking, what the heck are you guys doing?
1: Bless you, man. Mm-hmm. All right, Tommy, thanks so much for the phone call, brother all right always a joy to to get calls and and, uh, and I'm gonna hear you out I'm I'm, I'm definitely gonna hear you out because uh, I want to understand where you're coming from and uh I think that uh telly began to shift a little bit change you know change what he was thinking about and and that's what it's all about right call in I, I want to have the conversation because the idea is if one can change then uh, they can change someone else and uh definitely, appreciate Tommy's comments. You know, Tommy says something that I think is interesting, and I'm, and I'm about to switch to that, actually, around, you know, we're in the information age. And so you know, we don't have an excuse of circumstance the same way that others had an excuse of circumstance. You know, education and knowledge is the great differentiator. I believe that to the core. And now it's available. You know, one of the things I would say, you know, is, I mean, there's so many free books online. And Before, yeah, uh, you know, we couldn't read. We weren't allowed to read. Now we can, and there's so much information, and we don't. We don't. Because our inputs are basically uh, being uh, barraged by the mass media, by the entertaining outlets to ensure that they can fill our inputs so they can control our outputs. That's the easiest way to say it. I think that's a great segue into where I was going to go next around, you know, what you see and listen to shapes and colors your thoughts. Your thoughts shape your mind and your mind shapes your world. I've shared this before. And so controlling the inputs you absorb, music, radio, television, other sources of mass media, provides you greater control of your thoughts. And so if you want to think productively, if you want to think in an inspired way, if you want to think motivational thoughts, if you want to think in ways that energize you, not fatigue you, then you have to put those type of inputs into your mind. The ability to control your thoughts consequently allows you to begin controlling your mind and you can control your world by controlling your mind. And if you control your mind, you can achieve anything you really want to do. You know, you don't have relationships fall apart. You don't have things like that. They don't happen. They happen in the mind first. A person takes the action in their mind. They think on a thought first before it ever comes to fruition. And so what if you could control that? What if you could begin exercising your muscles in your mind to the extent where you could push away the thoughts that you don't want and take on the thoughts that you do want? I'm just saying, it's an option that we have. The ability to control your thoughts consequently allows you to begin controlling your mind. And if you control your mind, you can achieve anything you really want to do. You can begin being, with the emphasis on being, the person you really want to be. You can have whatever it is you really desire. Because the mind is that powerful. The mind is so amazingly powerful. As human beings, it is our most precious asset. And you know it is because once somebody loses their mind, they lose themselves. They're no longer the person that we knew. It's that simple. But how about instead of losing your mind, you found it? What if somebody finds their minds? Imagine how they begin to show up. And we know different people. If all of a sudden they began absorbing knowledge and inspiration and motivation and they showed up and that's that, It's the person that's the Debbie Downer all the time. And all of a sudden they showed up like, well, you know what? You sure can. I think you'd be shocked. And you would say, hmm, they're being somebody different. And the way they can be somebody different is because all they do is just change their inputs. That's all it takes. Of course, not just one input. Some people probably need an onslaught of positivity. <laughs> but it is because of this we all should be extremely careful about what we allow to influence the powerhouse in our heads. You know, I've shared a poem before, and it actually is uh, coming to my mind again. And this is called, it's called The Victor by uh, C.W. Lonecker. And I shared it before because it illustrates the power of our thoughts and how powerful the mind can be. And what he says is, if you think you're a beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you like to win but you think you can't, it is almost certain you won't. If you think you'll lose, you're lost. For out of the world we find success begins with a fellow's will. It's all in the state of the mind. If you think you're outclassed, you are. You've got to think high to rise. You've got to be sure of yourself before you can win a prize. Life's battles don't always go to the stronger or faster man. But soon or late, the man who wins is the man who thinks he can. And that's Necker. He just makes it so clear. And that's why I keep that. I keep that poem in my head, and I keep it close. It's all in the state of the mind. You know, there's a quote by uh, Jackson Brown Jr. that parallels this, and what he says is, never expect to lose. Even when you're the underdog, still prepare a victory speech. Why is that? Because the moment you allow your mind to capitulate into a place where it, it accepts defeat, you are done. You're done, and so always have your victory speech prepared. Uh, you guys think you can do that? Is that something you're up to? Are you uh, up to winning this game of life? The answers to that question will predict the outcome. They, um, they will. If you change your inputs, you can change your life, and that's really what I'm, I'm sharing. Uh, Zach is telling me right now. He, he said, uh, "Who is this amusing um, ourselves?" Okay, this is Zach. What you're saying is from the uh, from when I was talking about mass media. And so maybe for you guys, Google this. I'm going to Google it when I get off the show. Amusing Ourselves to Death by Neil Postman. Yeah, so check that out. And that's, that's what we're doing, amusing ourselves to death. I mean, we're so entertained, and what we care about most is, you know, feeling good. And what the funny thing is, feeling good in the moment doesn't produce feeling good later. <laughs> you know, there has to be a measure of discipline. All right, let me, uh, let me get back to what I was sharing. If you change your inputs, you can change your life. Success doesn't just happen. It takes intention and it takes work. The human brain operates like a computer. All right? Very similar to the way we download apps onto our smartphones, we also download the inputs by which our brain will determine our thoughts, moods, and emotions. And so after I take this next caller, I'm going to share with you guys three ways you can begin downloading success into your life starting today. All right? But first, I'm going to go to Gabby. I got Gabby on the air. Gabby, you're on Inspirational Perspective with Linnell Harris.
5: Hey, Linnell, how are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
5: Good, good. Um, So I couldn't help but get a little restless over here listening to um, what you're talking about as far as um, the mindset and mind frame. And I actually did comment on your Facebook page because I thought it might be too late to call in. But regardless, the book Think and Grow Rich by um. Napoleon Hill. That book basically encompasses everything you're talking about, um, and a lot of the chapters. It really um encompasses the power of the mind and how you just suggesting to yourself what's called um it's called auto suggestion. And um mm-hmm. just how just if you're changing your mindset on a daily basis, you can transform your reality. You can make it your reality. Um, all your dreams and aspirations really lie in the power of you. And um, how you think, what you think you're capable of, what you feel that you're not capable of, a lot of things are blocked by our fears. It addresses about six different fears that humans face, Um, and a lot of them have to do with money, finances, poverty, even death. Um, Mm -hmm. But he really harps on the power of your mind frame in a lot of the chapters because the basic idea of the book think and grow rich is really to achieve whatever makes you happy while also being able to be monetarily prosperous and it's just talking about how at the end of the day you know if you just look and tell yourself this is what i want to do this is what it will be write it down i mean i'm working on myself as you know and um I have a dream board that I see every morning when I wake up. I have a mantra, a manifesto. I mean, just really, it's an exercise. It's a daily um, commitment to exercise your brain and it can actually um, really influence your mindset because no one else is going to push you like yourself. Um, and if you don't believe that you're capable of doing things or things are able to actually happen to you or that you have the power within your mind to develop the connections you need, if you don't have the drive, you won't develop the connections you may need to step up or the movement that you need to go forward, then it won't happen. So I just really want to speak on that. Napoleon Hill um, Really did a great job um, in that book. That's a timeless piece that I'm actually reading for the second time. And I just want to share that you're doing great. The show is awesome. And I totally agree with everything you said as far as all about the mindset and bringing it to fruition.
1: All right. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you so much for the phone call. Thank you so no much problem. for the phone call, Gabby. I'll <laughs> say this before I go to the next caller. You know, thinking Grow Rich. So she, she, she gave a wonderful description of the book. And you guys know, you know, those of you who've been listening, That's one of the books I quote often. And I often share with people, you know, go and read it, go get it. That book changed my life for exactly the same reasons that she just shared. And it's really the the idea of what you think you are. And, I mean, it's not just Napoleon Hill that shares that, but so does Earl Nightingale, so does James Allen as, as a man thinketh, so does Henry David Thoreau, so does Gandhi. I can go down a list of individuals that have said this, and, and then other individuals that we know of who have taken this knowledge to heart and actually have done it and say that it's true. You know, so not just me, but there's a plethora of individuals out there who said it's true. So, uh, Gabby, thanks so much for your phone call. And here is a young lady who, you know, at her age, if she continues to do this, I think it's just another it's going to be another piece of evidence that this is, you know, that this is true, that inputs do determine outputs. All right, the show is coming to a close, and I promise that I will give you guys three ways you can begin downloading success into your life starting today. So here's number one. Change, control your inputs. Yes, it takes discipline. If it was easy, all of us would be super successful. All right, and even for me, again, it it takes work. Control, change your inputs. So what are your inputs? Inputs are the messages the brain receives from the different parts of your body. What you smell is an input. What you taste and eat is an input. What we hear is an input. What we see is an input. These inputs influence our behavior and state of being. For example, if you eat a heavy meal, shortly afterwards, you'll feel a bit fatigued, right? Why did you feel fatigued? It's a consequence of your recent food input and now the output is sluggishness. Is there a song that makes you feel a certain kind of way? Maybe the song makes you feel sad, or maybe it makes you feel regret about a relationship. Well, music is a powerful emotional input. If sadness doesn't serve your present circumstance, change the input, change the message, change the music. If success is what you want, start getting strategic about all your inputs. Whatever it is you want to do, make being an expert in that profession part of the information that you hear and see. We have the benefit of living during the information age. Tommy called it out. So education is practically free, you guys. Just read what you want to learn on Google. Listen to it on iHeartRadio right here. Hey, and even when I'm not on, you can listen on www.inspirationalperspective.com or watch it on YouTube. Maybe you need motivation and inspiration to accomplish your goals. If you do, then make inspiration and motivation a part of your input regimen. The same way people work out, it has to be a part of your regimen. Cut back on the music a bit and increase the inspiration and motivational audio. All right. And, you know, again, I'm going to tell you, text INSPIRE to 43783. I already have people telling me that it's changing their days. Why? Because it's an input to get a motivational quote right in the middle of your morning. All right? Okay, number two, be intentional about your thoughts. Your thoughts define you. You become what you think about. Here are a few quotes to drive that truth home. A man is literally what he thinks, his character being the complete sum of all his thoughts, James Allen. Or here's another one by Earl Nightingale. You are now and you do become what you think about. So what do you spend the majority of your time thinking about? Is it success? If not, you probably won't be successful. It's that simple. If you think mostly about shoes and clothes, you're going to be a well-dressed individual. If you think mostly about fast cars, you probably own and drive a fast car. If you think mostly about work, then you're probably a workaholic. To what do you give the majority of your thoughts? Whatever it is, it will define you. Get intentional about your thinking. If you think mostly about your purpose and success, then that's what you will get. You will end up living your purpose and being a success. All right, number three, print and post messages to yourself. I said it at the beginning of the show. Your eyes are the hardest working things on your body. There are three places I can pretty much guarantee you look throughout any given day. You look at the mirror, you look at the refrigerator, I know you do, and you look at your phone. Here's an example of a printed post that's in my home. The mirror, the fridge, and the phone are great places to post reminders and affirmations to yourself. So here are some of the things I have up. I am worthy because I breathe. What I really want to do is fill in the blank, okay? And I possess insurmountable power, ultimate capability, and endless capacity to achieve tremendous results. So get creative. The idea here is to use the inputs of your eyes to begin programming your brain to produce whatever it is you want to achieve.
0: This episode of Inspirational Perspective was recorded at the Midway Broadcasting Corporation in Chicago, Illinois, on WVON 1690 AM, The Talk of Chicago. Thank you for listening. Go to the Inspirational Perspective Facebook page and like the page. Follow Lanelle Harris on social media at the handle Linnell Harris. You can find him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with that handle. Text Inspired to 43783 to receive free inspirational quotes and updates.